one more time for you. Shit. The collective balance of opinions, you already know we're on. And our special guest today, Supreme Confidence. Yeah, give it up for the man. Blessings, man. Thanks for having me. Good day. Yeah, honestly, it is a world out there. Last day in 2022, man. Shoot. It's just crazy. Yeah? It's crazy. Okay. If I don't get to see you this evening, though, Happy New Year. As always. Okay. You always got to say that. You know what I mean? Happy New Year to you also. Of course. Happy New Year to everybody, man. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. So what was the year like? Well, for me, I thought 2022 was quite a tragic year. We lost a lot of people in this year. It's like a real life moment, honestly. Yeah. To be honest, it started in 2020. 2022 is just like the last, hopefully the last of the bullshit. What Think is, about it. Like, what is 2020, that? man, it was the, 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 the stupid pandemic, Kobe dying, then uh, Chad dying. Then it was just like a, a train wreck of like people who were important to a certain degree just dropping out. You know you what I mean? That, like it was disturbing seeing the millions. It's impactful, <laughs> man. Yeah. You know, when like I, I think it's definitely an above average, you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Mort- like mortality, like people dying like crazy. Made me appreciate life <laughs> a little bit more, you know what I mean? Honestly. Yeah. I be going out and just actually meaning what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna see you again, but the love gotta be real when, when real you're connecting. Life. Real life, hundred yeah. percent. You know, I think it's like in some ways society wants people to be more isolated, more lonely. Isolated, you know I mean? lonely. Yeah, you know, that's that's when the algorithms get you. You know what I okay, mean? Okay, okay. That's, that's really so you're saying that's is. when the programming starts when you're isolated. I just think, yeah, like the world the world really changed. Like you said in twenty twenty, one of the biggest things that I noticed uh-huh. was how information changed, right? They used to bring you information and give you the opportunity to think about it. True. And now the messaging is what you think. You know what I mean? Like when okay. they're they're out there now and it's like, you know You're saying they're pushing it. They're they're already they've already pre decided what the mob thinks. And they just present it to you, like, if you don't agree with, you know, what the mob is saying, then, you know. So you've, you're next. Are you next. Are you leading? <laughs> no, <I'm saying> <laughs> hey, no, no, in saying that, in saying that are you, like, life. leading to, like, that they're actually setting up, let's say, uh, propaganda efforts to go against maybe I don't, the good I don't guy? Think, I don't think they are. Anybody I'm, against them. You said that the, the mob has already made up their mind, right? Well, the way they narrative. present the, the information, yeah. right? And I think that's, like, how we take in content and stuff has really changed from, you know, the times when it was, like, you, your cable television was your only source of information, like, the, the only source of visuals, right? And then we moved into, like, the Internet where we could kind of surf it a little bit. But now that, you know, we're scrolling, we really underestimate the power, of like, you know, of the, of the algorithm. So... They're really starting to narrow narrow us down into who are you, what will keep your attention, and the things that you love, oddly enough, aren't the things that you engage with. Do you see what I'm saying? We engage in things that make us angry, things that trigger us, things that, you know what I'm saying? So, I think... But we don't necessarily deal with that with our day-to-day... Right. Well, and that's the the mass distraction of it all, right? right? While we look at what's really going on in the world... You know what I'm saying? Um, they What's want going on in the world? Deception. Is that um, that's it? That's the line of information. Uh, also, right a whole bunch of information being put out, but some of the information is not correct. It's based off of hearsay. Like Andrew Tate, 
dude, these last like three days, human trafficking, money laundering. This person he got in the beef with. Everybody wants to be. This is the saying that I have. I've had for like the last two years. I don't That's need targeted. to be first. I need to be right. Right. So I don't care if it took me three months to figure out all the information. I just want to make sure that I put the actual facts on the table. And that's what's lacking. Our attention span is gone. Let's be honest. We're part of the 80s babies club, right? Absolutely. You know what that means? It means that for us to link, we had to call you on the telephone. We had to to show up to your house. We had to make plans at school so that we knew where to link. Now everything is a quick text. You know, Instagram, whatever. It's a, it's a busy room, and and still nobody's talking. That's what that's what I've noticed. You know, I've gotten into a lot of busy rooms, and a lot of heads down. And well, their because phone it, or in their devices. everybody like since twenty twenty, I think that's the biggest thing, right? Is like you either move with the music, or you move with the machine. You know what I mean? And that's it. They're 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 saying, you know, here's the red pill. You know what I mean? Or here's the blue pill. Okay, what I mean, is the what is the red or blue pill? Like, uh, uh, you know, if there's supposed to be different sides, I think I have never experienced you know a level of division in Canada. You know what I'm saying? Like we have over the last you know 2020, and that started with like two years. You, you know, three years now. Yeah, you know, COVID nineteen and shit like that, and mm-hmm. then you know, I really. So it's, that was it's the kinda, red pill? It's kind of tough pushing. to talk about because, you know, that's part of the trigger to the mob. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that it, it's a universal opinion that the narratives they provided are true, right? And people really underestimate, once again, how powerful control of the narrative is. You know what I mean? So when they said, oh, you know, the thing came from a wet lab, that's nature attacking nature. Right? Everybody gets into fear because we're like, oh, nature just morphed. It just evolved. And like, are we strong enough? Oh, God. Right? Mm -hmm. But if they had told you that it was people versus people, that it had come from a place that people had manufactured and, and you know what I mean? You would be angry at people. Do you see what I'm saying? And by creating that, you know. They said they were modeling. They said they were modeling China on how the lockdowns. Occurred. Oh, that's all. That's just crazy. Because man. they they modeled it from over there. They were actually commending U.S. for actually locking down its citizens in a similar manner. And you would figure, you know, well, it wasn't just the U.S. that got locked down. Remember, we got locked down over here, right? And then, like he's saying, you pity people against each other. Oh, you didn't get the jab. I don't want you around me. You can't come around my family. We still you, talking about the red pill here. Yeah, well, I guess pill. that's the the red pill is saying like you know. The, the way that the world was, right, like the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms, you know what I mean? I don't mean to, like, I'm not trying to throw out $100 words or nothing, but I'm just saying, we all grew up on, like, a social contract of what it what, what it meant to be Canadian. Like you said, being an 80s baby, right? Um, and over time, now in hindsight, I really get to see how some of the things that they, they push forward at that they claim was in your favor was actually part of, like, a... A, a breakdown of, you know, society's perceptions on things. Back to the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. You know what I mean? China, for example. Okay. You, you, you see Canadians come in a, a wave, right? Right across the country. You know what I mean? To go to the, the parliament to say to their prime minister, you know, we the people just feel a way. You know what I mean? And, and man... He, and that's like the craziest part where you're like, is there propaganda against this? 
Absolutely. When yep. you see them on the way and the prime minister's calling them, you know, misogynist and racist, and yep. he's triggering and virtue signaling right. to anybody who might be on the fence. Right. And saying, you know, if, if you're gay, don't go there because there's homophobes. You know what I mean? Right. If you're black, don't go there because, boy, you know, there's, a, there, there's people there who, you know, and that's the virtue signaling that really divides us, right? And then, you know, you, you take China, right? They lock their people down. Their people start to revolt. And our prime minister is like, they have the right to pr- protest, right? Which people have the right to protest? China or Canadians? Do you know what I'm saying? Now, this is where, you know, I, I believe the difference in the red pill and the blue pill is, is that some people just like, because of the, the amount of information that we were bombarded with. Over the last two years. We were bombarded with, right? Okay. We're naturally, as a people, we like to believe that our government and our, our you know, institutions mm-hmm. are, for us. are for us. You know what I mean? And they're, they're, like I said, the media used to give us the information and, mm-hmm. and, and allow us to all come together and say what we thought about that shit. Now it's the media delivers the, the point. Correct. This is what we're thinking. They didn't even, you know, the biggest example of that is YouTube. When it first came, right? Uh, the Vax hadn't even dropped yet, and YouTube dropped a commercial. They're like, Albertans are super excited to get their COVID-19 vaccine. And I was like, yo, which ones? Yeah. Where was the poll? How well, come, you, you how did I, didn't, how come I didn't get the link <laughs> to, to participate, but now you've told me okay. what Albertans think. I am an Albertan. But you know what's even deeper, though? That's, that's because I do YouTube propaganda. and, and um, I follow certain guys like Abba and Preach. If you mentioned COVID-19 on YouTube, it's over. You sh- got shadow banned. It's over. Even you, you just just saying That's the, the word, <laughs> not even saying oh, are you jabbed or unjabbed. You just saying, saying the shadow banned is saying from the blue pill, right? Absolutely. Yeah, the government. When look at Twitter. Out, when you're looking look at researching Twitter. the knowledge for yeah. yourself. Look at the Twitter files coming out right now. This is proof that the governments have been colluding internally yes. to control the information, the opinions, That's and the right. narrative right. that we we are supposed to allow that. That's supposed to come from the group, the collective consciousness of, of you know what I mean, the open floor. And right. that is like, so you you're know. saying there's no more free market, actually. That's what they're trying bro, to lock down. There's you know, still I, free market. Forget the free market. We are in the matrix. Oh, for we sure. We are plugged in. There's, we, you have choices in life, right? The illusion, of, the illusion of choice is the big, is the grand reveal yeah. in my personal lifetime. Like, I was... Before COVID-19, like, you know what I mean? You're just, you're doing your thing, you're, you're living, and then you see it coming, right? And, like, you know, I remember watching YouTube videos, you know what I mean, back in November, December 2019, going, hey, this is coming, and, and people are like, yeah, yeah, whatever. No, no, yeah. that could never happen here. It's the best time you know of what I mean? life. Flash forward, flash forward to 2020, February, three months later, you know what I mean? And we're raiding, you know, for, for toilet paper. And I think that was the first example of mass hysteria, right? Because we believed nature was coming for us because they controlled the narrative. Yeah. The fact that they manufactured it, paid out of, uh, you know, now I'm probably saying some shit to put you on the map. No, you know hey, but they manufacture <laughs> it, you know what I mean? And then that hasn't been said already. Right. He said that they've already funded the NIH to do... 
Right. But if you start with that initial narrative, the world goes in a different direction. Oh, yeah. Somebody's guilty. The whole world goes in a different direction if we start with the narrative that, hey, wait a minute. This was... and. When you start to put out, point out those things, right? Let's go right back there. This is the red and blue pill where people, you could see people openly start to take the blue pill. Where you, you were like, yo, there's a lab just down the road. Shit look like Umbrella Corp. Motherfuckers are like, no, no, that, that's, you're crazy. That would yeah. never happen. It's a wet mart. And then they start flooding your, your algorithms with, you know, wet mart shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're watching people eat some crazy shit. You're watching people, you're like, damn. No wonder that shit jumped like an evolutionary leap in the in the the chain. Right. You know what I mean? Because when they controlled the narrative, they, they also added the they took our anger away, the misinformation, and that's when you got. That's when they started with the dis and misinformation. It's a whole acronym now. Right. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. they're, they're, how can it fake news? Actually, I believe they stole that narrative from Trump, who might very well have been telling a lot more truth. Then, you know, and this is the problem. Man, I love with brothers. I told you so. We get a lot of our information from CNN. You know what I mean? From and I mean no. as a, I don't mean like us yeah, individually. But, I just mean like as a culture, because they have us so trained to believe that red is racist, that dem, that conservatives are racist, that you know what I mean, Republicans are true. racist. So you consume your information from a liberal source. Not saying that it, you know. That, that it doesn't align with my personal beliefs in some ways as well, right? But when you do that, they know they got you. Do you see what I'm saying? They can start to feed you the information over but time. They want, once they, they, they want you, you to believe. believe. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And the fear, back to the virtue signaling just for a sec, the fear that you're going to show up somewhere and there's going to be a racist there is going to keep more brothers away from there than to there. Exactly. Right, you know what I'm saying? history that they for. So let me just throw that out made. there. But Ukraine. Uh, even in saying that, even in saying what you were just saying, just to double back and not go too far. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, was, I heard you say that we are in the matrix. For sure. I heard you also say that, you know, they control the narrative. One of the most powerful I, things in, in life. I also heard you uh, just say um, something about uh, the liberals or the Democrats there would say that Re- Republicans were racist. Right. Or to an extent to even deter people from even going over there to even exploring what the Republican side or conservative side is. And I'm saying this, uh, it is historic fact that the Democratic Party came out of the KKK. They were the head of the... (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. So the obvious thing now is not that deception that we're still talking about. It's a cover-up. Yeah, the most beautiful. They've been blaming people for things that they've, you know, and this is how I'm going to kind of just draw on the Kanye thing. Okay, Okay. because like you said, the cover up thing, right? They steal you from your land. They steal your tongue. They steal your culture. Your name. They steal your name. Stop that. Hold on. Why would they write rewrite you in the book in any positive light? Yeah. So, black people, I believe are one of the only people on the planet who have had their spiritual identity rewritten. Yeah. Rewritten. So that, and so I don't it, quote me on this because I'm it, not a biblical scholar by any means, but what I'm tying how this, how I tie this to Kanye. Yes. Okay. Is 
one of the craziest things about what I witnessed, right, is us brothers and sisters were so quick to eat each other alive. Do you know what I'm saying? We are so quick. We're but we're we're conditioned that way. Yeah, yeah that's we weird. are. That's we are what conditioned that Phoebus, way. Hold on. Remember, I was saying this for the last three pods, right? Other cultures they build each other. Ours is the only culture because we are the consumer. We provide the inspiration. No, we provide being. the the. This is where black creators on places like TikTok and da da da. They're like, hey. People mimic my shit and get more views on what I'm doing. Yeah. You guys are actually paying them more, but you know it comes from here. You know what I mean? Like, there's this weird space where well, Jay Z said it the best. Black my folks friend. are allowed to expand to a certain degree level. You know what I'm saying? And it, just to twist back on Kanye, he was the you know richest African American in history. He's now the freest black man in American history. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yo, Phoebe part. said he that ha- he has he's that. sovereign. Oh, yeah. He's sovereign, you know what I mean? And I think that's the greatest fear for all of these industries. You know what I mean? I can't, I'm not trying to rationalize his approach or his, his, you know, the feelings that he hurt using whatever context that he wanted, but he's, that's the power of free speech. You don't have to agree. Do you know what I mean? And I, I believe Kanye knows that he can't, like, he can't win the game. Yeah. You understand? But he can break the game. You know what I mean? So by saying yeah, he didn't do it too early, too. He by, waited until he amounted this is a this, great fortune, and then obviously is because wait till I get my money right. Even, he told you, he told you, right? And and fuck you, money is scaled out according to your goals, dreams, and aspirations. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Like some people work a job, they get you know fifty grand. They look at their boss, they're like, "Yo, beat it, I'm good. I'll be alright." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And some people are like, no, no, I need five, five million. You know what I mean? That's what I need. Mm-hmm. Kanye hit the number. He looked at the, the wheel that he was contributing to. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he, he said, you know what? I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off because nobody has a shorter memory. I think they were trying to put a ceiling <laughs> on him at that point, too. Like that no. he can't make any more. Oh, hold on. Oh, no, I, I, think he, I think in the next four years... He ten x's that four hundred million dollar yeah. valuation. Oh, oh, definitely. He becomes four billion dollars in the next two, you know, twenty four months. Remember though, right? They called him crazy a few years ago. Tried to put him on drugs. He stopped taking the drugs. All of a sudden, now, like you're right, Con. At the end of the day, a lot of the stuff or half of the stuff that he says, I can't fully agree with, but I understand where he's coming from because Phoebus, you said it yourself, right? He, all these doors are open to him because it was a yes master. Once he, once he decided to say, you know what? You know what I mean? They closed the door. Now he's able to turn around, like you said, and face the world face and the tell them the truth. Yeah. You see and what I'm from saying? From his point of view. Yeah. And as black people, we shouldn't be concerned about house nigga, field nigga, whatever. We should be looking at, at, Black people and saying, you know what, even if I don't understand you, I'm not going to contribute to tearing you down. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? You've got to stand. He's got two legs and a heartbeat. He can stand up for himself. You said what you said, bruv. If that's what you said, you know what I mean? You either meant it or find a way to backpedal. But the reality that they could trigger us to eat our own. Oh, so much so. And the, this, is, this is the triple top, right? Like Kyrie got reprogrammed. He had to donate money and then go back to a reprogramming. Which he didn't do, though. I don't know whether he did or no, not, no, but he didn't the do people it. watching the people attack him. as a group, right. 
Man, you know what it's like waking up every morning and it's like, what? You know, hold on. They used to do <laughs> How am this. I going to find the courage to defend Kanye today? You know what I'm saying? No, 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 for real. But no, for what real. What did he say today? You know, like, this is like history repeating itself. You know, they used to make a public statement of those uh, slaves that would, in the story, would make their run. Right, we're going to buck you. Yeah, buck yeah that's but right. They hang you forbidden they, fruit, hanging from trees. Of, in front of right. everybody, not only to f- in fear the rest to keep them in line, you see, but also to just. Let and I, know I believe, this is your place. I believe that's the blue pill. That's the first. That's Police the blue pilling. Right when there. when Kanye says we're one point eight trillion dollars, we being American, black you American. know what I mean, being one point eight trillion dollars, just black people, we like the the yearly that dollar value broken down into, you know, gangster rap, pop culture, all of these things of Shoes. influence that generate an enormous amount of wealth mm-hmm. that actually are like totally dependent on the cycle right young black man wait young black man born no no dad does you know what i'm saying yep. grows up gets into a gang da 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 goes through, you know, through probation look at meek mills he's a prime example of a kid who got you know got in trouble and ended up on 10 years probation for something that in you know the mass opinion when looked back in hindsight you're like oh wait a minute he didn't like, even do that and it's you know not to get hung up on meek mills in any way but like the system is created that way to, you know, kind of keep you keep you locked up in your own identity group, right? So when you see black people say things that are outside of your personal identity group, yeah, you're like, yo, Coon, or yo, like Candace Owens, okay? It's a prime example of a. Hey, you've been, you, you been hitting the bars now, man. You're no. hitting people. You're hitting. No, <laughs> I'm just saying, Candace, what I'm, on, what I'm Candace saying is... You're hitting Trump? No. What you saying? What I'm talking about is not disqualifying or writing people off based on the fact that you didn't like or identify with one aspect of what they said. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that to The ability me, to hear others and, and disagree. I said this before, right? We don't need cancel culture. We need council culture. I wish True. We had My brother, you said culture. something I didn't like. Let me sit down with you, explain to you how I felt about it. Yeah. You let me know what, you, and then right. We can Education agree and information is enlightenment. You know what I mean? Like the more you become educated, the more you can, you know, pass that information on with value and confidence. We're hoping that it's all rooted in truth because that's the first treasure right, right. there of the information. In so many ways, you know, looking back, like just the moment you get caught up in hip hop culture, okay. I think you're you're. And listen, the, all of these things are super important. The content, the, you know, it's all super important. But the amount of people who get swept away and never really get to get at real knowledge or really get to get it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, I look at it, it's like that lottery ticket, right? I, I, I love sports, you know what I mean? Football is my favorite sport of all time. Okay. But I see it like it's, it's a mill. Do you know what I'm saying? Like... We've created this this gladiator sport. Do you know what I'm saying? And when you look at the the you know the population of the league, when you look at, do you understand what I'm saying? No, yeah, it's, it's another it's, form of a plantation. It's it's a farm, and what they do is they market that to the children. Be the fastest brother you can be. Be the you know what I'm well, saying? Like you could be right, yeah. but we're not. Yeah, you know, 
there's just we don't own we're it. Not just say the a, truth. It's I've been saying this so, for the last like, so you're saying black owned businesses, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like we don't support our own. See, and We'd I rather think, support somebody else. I think that's why they really want to destroy people like Kanye, is because we're about to enter the age of direct to consumer. Yes. Right, and these artists like this are at the tip of the spear. Do you know what I'm saying? Look at Tory Lanez. Yeah, you know what I mean whether whether the thing with the girl is that or not. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know that's messed up. But he cracked the code. Yeah, that NFT project. Now listen, there's another step to that that I believe is coming, and this is why I think you know it's important for them to clip the tip of the spear. You know what I'm saying? That that doesn't mean that you know there's some giant conspiracy. There is or there isn't. Do you know what I'm saying? Because unfortunately, the brother got out of pocket. You made a decision somewhere along the way there that got you involved and mixed up. And you know, See, we all we all feel we all feel for a brother. We all feel for a sister. That doesn't, you know what I mean? Nobody inside of no relationship things. You know what I'm saying? The way the way the media took the event and exploited it to the back to the black community, like. That's the scary part. That's that red pill because they used it to again destroy but the relationship. See, it's not even just the media; the, social media I'm saying, in itself. As it's captured, somebody gathers so this information what? and sends this information back to the community. But this is this is where I feel it's the distraction, Jake. And I'll leave, I'll throw it out there at the end of 2022. The rest of the wheel to what Tory Lanez did, okay, lies in attaching it to streaming. If he would have put out 1 million NFTs at $1, just like he did, he made a million dollars in one minute, okay? People are able to sell that and resell it. They own the, the, the art. They own the, the version 50, of the music. 100, right. 500K. Right. But if he had have done a raffle or a draw and said that 10 or 100 or 1,000 people out of the million NFTs all share in a 10% royalty of my streams for that record. He could have sold those 1 million for a hundred dollars. Right. With at the a percentage pop and at made $10 million in one his, minute. Yeah. And his people would have made money. Now imagine if Drake decided to do that. Well, now, you, Ima- you're this is, now you're making it from your house. You're recording it. You got your own graphics. He actually, he could do it in an afternoon. With one record, and at launch, he could make, like I said, if Tory could do it to $100, Drake could do it for 1000 Oh, you know what? I'll I'm give putting you a, up $1 million, $1,000 NFTs. You know what I'm saying? And whoever, I'm going to draw, you know, 100 out of that or 10000 out of that, and you're going to share in the lifetime streaming royalties of this record. People flock to pay it. But, but hold on, though. The there's, another person, there's another person who did Black it before inventor. them. But it wasn't the NFT game. Go ahead. Um, Nipsey Hussle was selling his CD for, I think it was 1000 or $100. Right. It was $100. $100, right? Boom. And it, yeah. was the, it was an exclusive run. That's the direct-to-consumer. And that's where I'm saying, you know, guys like Tory get caught up in foolishness. In, in foolishness, right? And you had a crack in the door, right? You had a crack in the door, and that's what allowed that through. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, but the real flip, I, was, I believe you'll see it here in 2023, man. You'll see an artist, you know what I'm saying? And shout out my, my marketing plan, you know what I'm saying? Because that's, that's really how I personally would release music into the future. Do you know what I'm saying? I okay. do, I do uh, before you even, 
before you even release the music streaming. You know what I mean? You do the record, you do the video, you promote it out to your people and your fans, and then you say, hey, listen, I'm going to put up 10,000. You know what I mean? NFTs. Everybody who pays $100 for that, you know what I'm saying? Now that money will go to the production value of the next project, right? And your investment, one out of, you know, 100 out of those people will share in a 5% royalty of the the music for life or a 40 percent or whatever the yeah, that right. that you know leave it to right. the lawyership right but that is how all of a sudden the music industry doesn't mean nothing it doesn't and right. that's the scramble you that's know, going on i think we're really coming to a tipping point with kanye is that um he's exposing the puppeteers in music oh it's uh, you know it, and then that exposes because hip-hop and Music itself has generally ran the culture that is actually. I think he exposed from. the gatekeepers like we haven't seen them right. exposed in our our so, recent memory. So are there other puppeteers? Of course, that's at this. That's point. their programs. That's the that's what makes that movie so crazy, man. The Matrix, the Matrix is they really do break down, you know, the metaphysics of how to navigate. Reality, which is truly just a perception of your senses. Mm-hmm. Sound, feeling, smell. You know what I'm saying? So the moment they learned how to manipulate that, and I, I know while we're sitting here, again, it's the illusion of choice, right? The illusion of freedom. Boy, we have right. the time to do this. Da, da, da. Uh-huh. But believe me, everybody is obligated to their turn of the wheel, right? Five o'clock comes every day. Did we get paid enough? Because you know what I mean? Uh, I heard actually yesterday I was watching a Mr. Beast video. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, Big, guy, biggest that, that YouTuber. Kid, yeah, that kid's And that, I don't know whether it was a spoof or what it was, but the IRA guy stepped in and he's like, um, oh, shit, I'm going to forget it. He's like, uh, oh, we'll have to touch back on it. So it the literally IRA, jumped out so my mind. the IRA <laughs> guy is, uh, what, he was trying to play puppeteer, big brother in the scene? or So he's like... Um, you know, how much money have you given away? You know what I'm saying? And he's like, oh, I gave a, I gave away 110000 today. You know what I mean? Like, before I came here. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, how much taxes did you pay? You know what I mean? He's like, well, I paid way too much. You know what I'm saying? And uh, at the end of the day, what he really had jumped forward in, um, I totally couldn't get back to my train of thought. It's right there, bro. Sorry, man. We'll hey, have man, to touch back on it. Yeah. yeah. Well, hold on, hold up. Let's 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 get into the man. Let's things, get into right? the man himself, man. We we spent 20, 27, half an hour talk shooting the shit. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Mr. Khan, when did you start music? Man, this turned into an interview. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, this is a, a long totally... time, man. Long time ago, man. You know, actually, let's talk about that narrative. What was your narrative? For music, like, did you end up coming up with, like, a whole concept? I'm going to be this kind of an artist to control the narrative that I'm going to share with this audience. And you know what? I was far more reckless than that. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I was just a young kid from Calgary, man. You know, oh. half black, half white. Uh, never really grew up in a community or, you know, like a, a group setting. Okay. I was always moving around and shaking and baking, right? So music, actually, uh, you know... Hip-hop hits in junior high, something like that. You know what I mean? Everybody kind of playing with it. We're all listening to it. The older kids are rocking. And probably got into my first cypher when I was like, you know, 
13, 14, and I was really just grabbing the mic and yelling some shit. You know what I mean? And that feeling kind of hit, and it was like, oh, wait a minute. And you walk past it. And I remember on my 21st birthday, I bump into two youths. Somebody brings me in. These two two white boys from up on uh, um, uh, in the south end. My dude, same way. You know what I mean? But uh, they start making music, and I'm looking, and one's spitting, and one's producing, and I'm like, yeah, I can do this. You know what I'm saying? And I was just, I was amazed by what they were doing, like their level of commitment and, Okay. You know, it starts a project, and here's the end of a project. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. this is where I bumped into, you know, great. You wanted to see, so you wanted to see uh, uh, the progress that, that you saw all the steps. Right. I saw that beginning and that end. You know what I mean? Okay. There's, you know, there's fucking times we spent 36 hours spitting straight. You know what I mean? Me and you. Right at that time, you know what I'm saying? if you want to bring me into yeah. it, I was to, I no, mean, you know, of course I had 100%. to write, I had to, it was naturally yeah. ingrained in me to be a writer, you know? Yeah, you know? So, just to 360 it, you know, great producers, you know, people who, who have a real passion to express themselves really gave me the ability to find an identity, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And... Yeah. By Identity that, has something to do with narrative as well. As and that that's kind of why I said, like, you know, I grew up this way or that way. or You know what I mean? Was, like, music was one of those things where I always see it as, like, rebel thought. You're not supposed to be. It's not supposed to be controlled. It's not supposed to be refined. It's supposed to be raw. suggestive and raw and rude. You know what I mean? Some of my favorite artists are, like, you know, Cartel and, you know what I mean? Uh, two Live Crew. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And, like... That, again, leans back wow. to just how I came up. You know what I mean? I wasn't going to church on Sundays. You know what I mean? Exactly. I was, making, were, I was making my own breakfast while the parents slept. You know what I'm saying? Like, they yeah. were, uh, you're talking about Two Live Crew. Yeah, yeah. That was my first CD, or my first cassette. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And they were, you know, they were just promoted to the black community. Like, right. Like now, which really kind of over-sexualized our community. 100%. Which kind of ended up. Like if just looking back, that their red pill was actually active, and right. they said that it brought you into a place where writing was a rebel thought, right? You know, because man, I had you, my dad had got me. No, actually, Doggy Style from Snoop Dogg was my f- was the first tape my parents bought me, but Two Live Crew Band in the USA I had heard like the summer before that, and. uh I was like, yo, man, I need that tape. My boy's like, yo, grab me a tape from home. I'll dub that shit for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, yo, boom. I went and stole, like, uh, uh, my mom's Guns N' Roses or some, you know what I mean? Some tape, and I gave it to him, like, here. Man, I waited three, four, five days for that thing. Got the thing back, ran home, plugged it in. He dubbed over the, the, the thing with, like, Dwight Yoakam. You know what I'm saying? It was the most anticlimactic tape I had ever had. You know what I'm saying? I was like, where is Two Live Crew? You know what I'm saying? Okay. You thought it was- and as a youth, you see, when so, you just did that, that where is Two Live Crew? Right. So you could see that their, their narrative was definitely being ingrained in, in that, that well, urge I, surge. That's what I'm I, saying. I wouldn't say their narrative because hip-hop in it? itself, Ooh. It was built by a culture of people who had nothing for them to tell stories. So, sure. like he said, you know, the cipher, he said a whole bunch of nonsense, but the music itself 
being able to see somebody, like he said, two guys, one guy's rapping, another guy's producing. Remember, hip-hop started with the DJ. The right. DJ was just scratching, and there was this guy just saying whatever to hype the party. Then it turned into actual lyrics. Right. Do you know what I mean? It turned into purpose. That's why when we were even talking about um, artists, you know, some of them are puppets, and some of them want to actually do more, be more like Kendrick or J. Cole. Yeah, you're going to have those ones, but then you're going to have the ones like the baby. You know, so gonna, I, and I hate mm, to bring him up like that, mm. but you know what I mean? Where they like they're programming the children on right, the nonsense. On that note, though, I think it's a time and mm. place. I think it's a time and place. Like artists are allowed to grow. Okay, you know what I mean. And I think that's where like people who gain large fan bases. You know what I mean? They like you get stuck there, right? You either got you've either got to feed them what they want. Or run the risk of what the fuck, you know what I mean? People leaning back, like, what are you doing? Are you going crazy? You know what I'm saying? They did that to David Banner. And at the end of the day, you have the right to grow. Just like every black man, every black woman has the right to grow. Yeah. To learn and, and you know, go back into the world and say, you know what? This, this time and part of my life, you know what I mean, isn't how I want to represent myself today. Or, you know what I'm saying? And music has that way of encapsulating time, Right. So even for myself, man, you know, I grew up, I came a long way in life, you know what I mean? And learned a lot of things, you know what I mean? And so we're hold on when it comes to making further, music. Before you go any further, where we keep where could we find some of this capsulated music? Oh man. My story is a crazy one, you know what I'm saying? Uh right now you can find confidence on Spotify. Um, Timeless is the record. Um, you know, and there'll be some crazy releases coming up here this year. Yeah, you know, uh, I wanted to put some some different energy back back to that point. Um, you know, you grow, you learn, and some things are like ingrained in you. You know what I mean? Like as you become more enlightened, as you 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 learn in life, right? Some of the old you shed those old old Habits. ways, right? Um, but when it comes to making music, it's like it can channel you and just snap you right back into like you know what I mean. And that's that's what I that's what I'm saying is like sometimes you can make conscious music and you're like you know shit I'm a, I'm grown I'm gonna make some conscious shit you know what I'm saying and sometimes you just jump out of bed and you you snap and you're like yo boom <laughs> they can get it today you know what I'm saying yeah no. you know what I mean and the the content of your music you know that's where I'm saying like baby has the right to to transform you know what I mean these artists have the, the just because they profited or found that niche for themselves you know what i mean yeah. we like to say oh well you're not going to give us any more you're not going to give us any more but how forgiving are we if they turn and go in a total different direction exactly you know what i mean so, so uh, they need that space to express or they need that space to to live and be them and time changes everything it, you could say like they you know? woke up one day and they had a mindset and the next day changed their mind and people should be allowed to change their mind and direction right Absolutely. Okay. So, so you're we, saying music did that to you? No, I'm saying life does that to you. The power and the love of your music is is what keeps that thing evolving. So you're saying, okay, okay, quick question. You know, has the more your music you live, stayed the same since you began writing? Has your narrative music stayed the same? Shall I say that? Because ah. you're talking about life doing the growing thing to you. Yeah, you know, and, you know, and so that's that's the opposite to that as as well, right? Is sometimes you you get older and like you you really want to stick inside of that that range. So in some ways, 
like I said, you wake up some mornings and it's like, I'm you're getting it today. You know what I mean? It's just right. ratchet. It's just raw. It's just, you know what I mean? Rebel music. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, you know, that consciousness kicks in and you're like, hey, you know. So I think an artist just yeah. goes through that naturally the same way, you know, you write a, 10 records over a month, right? Yeah. It's going to catch you at different places in, in your energy. You know what I'm saying? So life is kind of that way too, especially when you've been, you know, writing, you know, 50 records a year for 10 years. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to put you on the spot. That part. G- give me your top five rappers <laughs> of all time. Uh, Don't worry, we'll bring rappers? it back so you can revise Man, it. You have to put them on the You know what? I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the classics. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to go with Pac as my most influential. Biggie's probably, like, the sickest spitter of that time. You know what I mean? Uh, in terms of, like, pop. Yeah, like just being able to cross over. Branching hip-hop over. Uh, I think Nas is, is better than Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank you. And then, hey, we're going to have some then, New York niggas in the comments here. Soon. Then I would say probably Jizza and Drake. You know what I mean? And I say Drake. Jizza and Drake? Uh, Jay Z, oh, okay. you know what I mean, uh, and Drake, and I, I know Drake is more refined, and you know what I mean. Uh, there's probably, you know, a fucking uh, a whole building full of writers for him. In some instances, I do think that he's one of the most competitive artists of all time. You know what I'm saying? Meaning, he might draw from ins- for inspiration, which is very important. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to be able to hear what your market is listening to and and the trending and then be able to reinterpret that. You know what I'm saying? So for, do I know if the other four artists were doing that? You know what I'm saying? No, I don't think Pac was, other people was writing this shit. Well, hold on, think. let me ask you a question. As an artist yourself, do you respect somebody who's in the the hip-hop scene in general having ghostwriters? Even if it's just a hook or I think at a the couple end, bars. I think at the end of the day, that's back to the red and blue pill, right? Does the market does the market really know the difference? Do they, well, the market doesn't care. Then at the end of the day, do what you love. Yeah, but I, I think that's what, that's what it's turned into. Because in the days of Jay-Z and them, even in New York when rap was starting to become big, nobody sounded the same. Everybody had their own style. And when you sounded like somebody else, they call you a biter, and you right. usually got shut down. Right. Now we're in the era where people just want the music. They don't care if it's really your life experience anymore. They just want to hear your voice telling a story that relates to them. Right, because we transitioned from like content and perspective to vibe. And that goes back to like the training, the programming of you know, the 20 years of television, radio, movies, telling people how to behave subconsciously and react. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's one of the things that, you know, like I, if you can get up, you can you can perform music and, and that's what you love to do. You know yeah. what I mean? Hey, man, you want to karaoke your way through life? That's the, you do that shit. You know what I'm saying? If the people look at you and they love watching you karaoke, hey, they singing along, you know what I'm saying? Okay. The the passion and the self content that you you create, like you know, there's young bulls out there right now, like myself when I was 21, who's like by by 22 next year, this is my year, da da da. And then you know, time goes by, right? And the test of your the the love for your creativity, the love for your your passion gets gets tested, right? 
I don't know if I said that I right. Think that's but, the point, though. And and that's yeah. what I'm really getting at is like you know once you find that place where you're doing it because you love it, then you're gonna start to dabble, right? So of course, if you if the you know the cat who's writing a hundred bars a day, freestyling a hundred bars a day, you know what I mean? He he has a good opportunity of creating you know, yes, new vibe, new sound, new music. You know what I'm saying? To the opposite end of that, you know, the industry is alive. It's its own thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if you're hungry and you're dedicated to your your craft, you know what I mean? I don't think it really comes down to what you're making. You know what I mean? I think it comes down to who, who you are, who you're hitting. Okay. You know what I mean? Like who's listening to what you're doing? Who's And that's the whole difference. Like I, like I said about where the industry is headed, right? The, the first big to... artist, the fr- Bobby Schmurda could do it. Okay, and I don't, I don't throw that out to be light. I'm just yeah. saying Schmurda is not necessarily the most industry scrubbed brother. Exactly. You know what I mean? But he could put out another record and say to his hood, listen, before I launch this, I'm selling 100 or 1,000 NFTs at $1,000. You know what I'm saying? Like instantly. And tie people to his streams and his royalties. And all of a sudden, he is his own record industry. Exactly. And, and that, I think, right? So we look at the world out there and we're like, oh, no, they're creating music that's manufactured. And look at Tom McDonald. There's a great example. This guy is amazing. Yeah. Okay. People look at his music, whether they love him or hate him or it's shock rap or it's whatever. But it's just him. You know what I mean? It's just him producing. It's just his girlfriend shooting. They're just doing it. And I think this week it was number one on the charts. Yeah. The record below it, you know what I'm saying, had seven producers, seven songwriters. You know what I'm saying? And wow. it was it was on the there pop chart. So this is where he's like, you know, the difference in genre, right? When I'm number one in hip hop, they're like, ah, he just he just it was just shock shit and yeah, da-da-da. culture. You know culture. what I right? But when you you know transition to another right. genre, now what I'm saying is that the money he is making is absolutely huge compared to what the bigger artists like i would like that's like kanye releasing down to three years and i'm i'm saying as soon as you start to perform right like when Nicki minaj performs she could probably take 300 a night you know what i mean some of these man them are doing 500k a night and that's based on their crowd awareness the the visibility they have in the market so they get to eat you know 40 50 60 a larger percentage of that visual performance mm-hmm. that's why they tour in mm-hmm. but the the system traps you there because while you're not touring you're spending all day money which is actually your money which you're gonna go back to work for yeah. right so me and Phoebus brought this up on the first one right okay what route do you feel is the best route for 2023 independent or listen i just uh, i just gave the number one fastest way to create a community and to create a sustainable cycle to be able for any artist to be independent. And I, I'm not revolutionizing the wheel. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. just connecting the next dot in like where, we're going. where we're going. And once you once artists start to tie their fans to the streams, right? And even if it's only, you know, your homeboys at the beginning. And it's okay. You know, we're on to the next record. And you find ways to... Because cryptocurrency and and NFTs and these things here are really the tools of freedom. AI 
I'm going to just throw that out there. There's a system called Chatbot GPT, okay? And this thing is going to revolutionize, like, industries like we've never seen. Because You're not afraid you, of the Terminator 2? I mean, the Matrix already told us on, about our future. The, I heard the fire. No, but ChatGBT is the end of Google. It's the end of, like, like, now you've got AI in your pocket. The only thing it can't do is, like, and it, it will. The only thing it can't do is sit across from you and, and you know, hold just a, a mundane conversation. Yeah. You've got to input what you want into this thing. And, by, and it'll create a book. Song it, stuff man, like this. Is this right? it, absolutely. It won't just that. It knows every language. It. it knows every language. It can code in every language. You can copy and paste, drop your code in there and say, hey, this is broken. Fix it for me. It'll find the problem, fix it. Then you can say, translate this website code into a whole nother language for me. I don't know how to use this thing. It'll tell you what program to use, how to click through to give you a step, and bam, there's your shit. Now, industries that this will revolutionize, I'm sure everybody's seeing, starting to see the advertisements and, and things like that, but people who learn to integrate these systems are going to, like, are going Definitely. to survive. They're going to open up the doors as we move the through programmers. into content creation economy. Yeah. So you say, what what is 2023? You know, the people who become self-sufficient, create yeah. content, learn what, what kind of content to create. You know what I mean? For the, the, the crowd that they want to entertain right. or whatever. And it, it's anything you want, right? But you have, to, you have to learn to carve the niche and then stay on brand. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can do several niches. You can do whatever it is you want. But learn to target a market. Learn to provide a value music is like a, a second even a third dimension to like real content creation at this point you know what yeah. i mean i do know some some people who are really successful at it and the you know people our age we're so brick and mortar economy you yeah. know what i mean we got to go to work we got to do the thing and like there it is now i get paid do you know what i'm saying the internet is like really really a word like the Wild West, you can really get out there, get involved, put yourself in, in front of people and, and learn to market and promote things and start to, you know, really change uh, your economic or your financial status and be able to, you know, put your music out the way that you love. So, you know, for youngins, man, create those NFT projects, create, tie your music to it, sell it back to your high school friends at $25 a pop or $20 a pop. You, there's tools you can attach your T-shirts and merchandise to the whole link, and you will be surprised if you started in grade 11 and it was a side thing. By the time you graduate college, you will be your own artist any shape, way you want. Yeah. You'll be playing the tambourine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Wow. So, before we get out of here, does the fake it till you make it ideal seem appealing to you is that something that's going to now still be going on in 2023 because we've seen now like you know like i said we're 80s babies right so when somebody was stupid we laughed at them now when somebody's stupid they get paid right people right. are dying for clout likes no, it's, views. Gonna, it's only gonna get worse it's 
only going to get worse, guys. Because here's the thing. <coughs> Remember when Facebook came and all of our parents rejected that shit? Yeah. Remember when the iPhone came mm-hmm. and they all rejected that shit? And now everybody's got one. No, we're the parents now. You understand what I'm saying? IA or IA, AI is our iPhone. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. These tools that are out there are the things that we want to naturally reject. You understand what I'm saying? But they're the they're the wave of the future. So faking it till you make it, you're going to be talking to more AI bots than you are humans pretty soon. Every yeah. everything on yes. everything out there is going to be AI generated and, deep and fakes. so not just you know the technical aspect, but p- people wise, we don't know how to communicate anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? And as our generation gets out there, oh, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, that could, I mean, that could be attested to that 2020, you know, shakeup of uh, human civilization and then being isolated, you know, being able to, masks, and then the world of filters. No, it's everybody going online because at that point they put everybody online saying that first, right? Your food delivered to you. Now the algorithm places. is starting to bend people's perceptions over time, right? Right. And they will limit you. These things will will limit you. They'll show you shit you're afraid of. They'll show you shit that'll hurt you. They'll show you shit. Do you know what I'm saying? I to keep you. Recent. I heard something right recent. where they need you. Do you know what I'm saying? Because they they're actually just priming you to buy something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're they're, they're just waiting for you to. So in Nigeria, they have about 70 million phones that they just shut down until people take this digital ID. It's so recent. Really? Yeah, I just looked into it. That's crazy. So that's that red pill. Mm, right. Right. Take, take it or not. Tyrannical. You're yeah. going to you're going to do this. Yeah. Right? A lady pointed out, she's like, How does how does uh I can't remember if it's Ghana or one of them African countries? She's like, How come we have more gold reserves than some of these Western company countries, but our our oh. dollar's worth nothing? You know what I mean? Yeah. And the world has us. We're here, and we can't imagine that. You know the propaganda they feed us for to give them the right to go out and you know you keep know, us safe. Well, I'm saying this <laughs> whole twisted, the right? free thinking, right? You were doing a lot of it during this discussion, talking and giving access to other artists and the ability so that they can sell their art through right. through NFT. And then attaching their actual audience towards uh, on or to that, to their product, to their NFT. And I'm saying, I'm saying the free thinkers. We gotta actually end up encouraging more free thinking, right? And people are afraid to think freely because by chance that you're on the opposite end of the, what the mob has decided. Mm-hmm. Boy, 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 it's hot out there. You know what I mean? So people just. Keep their head down, like you said. A lot of people in a, a lot of positions of power just keeping their head down and happy they get in their paycheck, right? And at the end of the day, that's why I look at music like rebel music. Like, yes, I understand, like, fit in music, where you come from a place so you, you spit something that sounds comfortable to the people where you're at, and that elevates you. You understand what I'm saying? But like rebel music is is aggressively backwards. You know what I mean? 
it's a thought, it's like a suggestion and a, a pattern when it delivers, you're like, I don't know if I like that. You know what I'm saying? But you can't stop. Yeah. It's there. Now that you've got it, it's with you. Do you know what I mean? And I just think that that's the real pressure cooker, right? Like, yeah. where's the next Bob Marley? The next Bob Marley doesn't come until after the big, the big oppression. You understand? Each artist has like a time and a place yeah. to represent something. And it comes out of the squeeze. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So as music and pop culture kind of traveled the world, and that's... Yeah, the, that's next, the next year is going to be crazy. That's exactly what I... Going back to the NFL, how they become mills, right? Mm-hmm. They take pop culture al- around the world, and they look for... Where's the most talent in the in the most pover- impoverished place? And then they go, shit, look at that kid. He's talented as shit. Yeah, we all take 30 million or 40 million views off him. Then Ellen invites him over. Now he dances, he shimmies, he does his thing. And everybody goes, wow, he's so lucky. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now he is lucky. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that might have been his, 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 his destiny. Do you understand what I'm saying? But the intention isn't to find a disruptor. To find somebody who's going to say something that, like, look at Greta, right? Just to tie into the, the Andrew Tate thing. This all comes because he, you know, responds to Greta. You know what I'm saying? And what did he boom, say? Immediate. What was one of his quotes off that that conversation? I don't. I don't even know. I just know they were tweeting. Was, they were okay. tweeting back and forth over something, and you know what I mean. At the end of the day, you know, <laughs> it's. It, it's all in picking your battles. You know what I'm saying? He thought it was like a, a knockover or something that whatever, but doesn't realize what climate movement really represents. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, so, you have to remember, right? They tried to cancel him because they said he's massaged. So all his social media stuff got shut down. He went over to Rumble. And then um, I think two months ago, he said, if they come for me, they're going to give I me a see fake that. charge. I did see that. Right? And he goes... I will never kill myself. So if I died, they killed me because I'm breaking the matrix. I'm telling people what it is. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? And, and and that's just one person out of many that have been trying to send out a message telling see, people to think freely. That's that rebel thought, that rebel music. If that was a song, it, you know what I mean? Like you could translate that energy into, a, into music yes. and that would bring about a vibe or an energy in people. Like I said, when I first time I took a mic and just kind of rambled into it, it was the the crowd, that energy around me that amplified, wait a minute, I want more of that. You know what I'm saying? So the same kind of thing happens, and, you know, that's where you you have to either make the choice to, you know, keep your head down or lift your chin up. But I think they're really limiting the ability for that next know revolutionary yeah. artist yeah. to to really emerge because it's more fit in music than it is rebel music no oh, of course i mean everything sounds the same now right 100 percent. you know what i mean i think that was that trump and then yay then tate you know what i mean there's a role the rush on the, the run a, on masculinity is a real thing that's yeah. a that's a real thing you know what i mean and well if I, they take i think it's actually thing. all tied to Neuralink. Okay, in order for, to get people to accept the fact that they're going to go to a place that's going to jam something in their brain, okay, on any amount of number, 
they've got to first convince everybody that there are no genders, first that there convince. are no, yeah. you understand? And it's not about us. We're actually the throwaway generation. Yeah. They actually don't care about us. We're like the, the line between video games and none or cell phones and, yeah, and like cord we're, phones, we're, right? So they just want, they want us liberalized enough, like non-binary enough so that in the next generation when they have kids, and the now we could all be one. Just upload your consciousness to the ca- to the cloud. Feel what we're all feeling. Feel it at once. Do you know what I'm saying? Never be lonely again. And they're yep. like, you know what? No, plug you know my what kid is. in for sure. You know what they're actually you, offering? Because I'm, I'm already on, plugged in. On that on that on that same note, you know exactly what they're offering, right? They're they're offering people immortality because they've one lost faith in Yahweh. You know. So at the same who, time, they're offering assisted suicide in Canada. Yeah, like that part too. Pardon? It's too, and I don't mean okay. for like, you know, been on the been in the hospital bed for like you know two years, can't get up and yeah, okay, so find some care. relief for somebody who wants to move on. Do you know what I mean? But I'm talking about a guy who can't pay his rent, who has like a schizophrenia or something, and you know what I mean? He's like, I I don't know if I can take it. They're like, oh, but you can, you can take this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And endorsing, you know, again. It's the dilution of the contract of what it is to be Canadian. You know what I mean? Or and, to and be it, a human being. And they, they're doing that on a global scale. Do you know what I'm saying? Where they are absolutely, and it hierarchs. It comes from, you know, yeah, it hierarchs. It comes from the social, political, into the spiritual, and then the breakdown occurs where you just submit to the powers that be because you've been so bombarded, you're tired. And that's that's the wear down. MK Ultra. It it really is, right? Like I'm a I grew up in a in a world where the world was round. Like it's always yeah. been it's always been a globe. But I'll tell you what: the more time you you take to look into why you might consider the fact that they it's a lie, you know, the more interesting information is out yes. there. And I'm you know, have you convinced me that the world is flat? No, you know what I'm saying? Because I've learned. That the world is round. But 99% of men speak of things that they cannot prove. Yep. So the possibility is in the 1%, right? The same way they rewrote the narrative for black people. The same way that they could rewrite the narrative of, what, did we go to space or not? Yeah. You can, can you ever prove it? Are any of the pictures you've ever seen of our planet from outer space not photoshopped? Can you prove that to me? Or did you just get it from NASA where they told you that it came from? Do you know what I mean? So what's the point of all of that deception? Right. To control your reality. Yeah. That's the matrix to turn you into a fucking nine volt battery. That's yeah. right. right? <laughs> That's right. Right? That's the trippy shit about watching that movie as a kid and then growing, growing up and you're be, just like. That's also going to be the problem if you don't choose what pill you want. Ah, fuck, they're going to choose it for you, man. No. If, if you, no, the I longer mean, you resist, there's the, there's the more the you are red pill, period. No, no, no but here's the thing, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use Morpheus and Cypher as an example. Because we all watched the movie. Cypher had enough for the red pill that he betrayed the people who were telling him the truth because he knew what the truth is because he wanted to go back to a fake reality. Ignorance is bliss. Right? That, that's what he wanted. But Morpheus said, I don't care if this is my reality. I'm going to change it. 
because I know what's happening is not right. People don't have a choice. Here's the duality, though. Was Morpheus trying to change the Matrix, or was he trying to free Zion? The Matrix isn't a place that he could change. Do you understand what I'm saying? Zion was. Zion, his, the, the home base, the homegrown human beings. Because in the Matrix, you're all agents. Yeah. They look friendly. They whatever. They, look back. It's a lady in red, bro. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that is the, and you it's learn that the older you get, the more you get out there in the world. And you're like, oh, wow. wow. <laughs> the change up is real. You know what I mean? Um, and you saw that more and more with things like, you know, masking and, you know, the choice to or not to take the vaccine. It was nationally known, like any, you could ask any Canadian I grew up with, that you had the right to decide whether or not you took something and put it in your body. Not the privilege. Yeah, the right. The right. It, that's like universal. But they took that away. The marketing. You, you, do, you don't have the right to sit beside me on the bus. Now imagine he's saying that to black people. Well, they did. Right, but we literally saw it happen in a different form, form, and all went, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pardon, <laughs> pardon. What? How sweet know, was that Kool Aid? So Do you understand gosh. what I'm saying? It was super so, sweet. So the push for red and and blue, I, you know, I you I know believe what? by that, this part you've already you chosen what already are what you are. That's right. That's They're like right. that guy. That's you know right. what I mean? What do they call that? So either you are blue or Divergent. you are red because, because of how much you've already intake and ingested of the whole. Because if you could go this far and not be swept up by our marketing and propaganda and fucking MK tools, you're a divergent. You are the problem. That's how you go from a pandemic to a pandemic of unvaccinated. The fuck does that even mean? What does that even pardon? Yeah. But you've mined, you've you've swept people's brains into this threat zone, where now you can migrate yeah, fear. the energy sure. of fear, right? And that, to me, on a government level, yeah, was like, was, was I was like, you know, it took a lot, man, to even stay in Canada this year. Like once they opened up the the border, I was like ninety nine percent of the way out the door. Yeah. Not because I don't love my country, but because in some ways I just felt like I needed a break. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Canada is shifting and morphing in, in such a way where, you know. That pandemic's coming back around and second sweep's going to. I don't feel any more or less down. liberal than I did when I grew up. Okay. I just feel like they moved the goalposts. Do you know what I mean? Like they, it's just like okay. vaccine. It meant there was a definition here. You went to sleep, you woke up. Shit was just deleted, and there was a new one. Yeah. And this is the one you're supposed to accept now. By So think of how that that is that moment in the Matrix where the cat walks by. And it goes, and then the cat walks by again. And they're like, oh, that's a glitch in the Matrix. Don't worry. Da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? That's what they did. They took a common knowledge, something we all agreed on, and rewrote it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'll just say CERN. <laughs> CERN. <laughs> you know, you know. So um, let's wrap it up. You have any new music coming out? Uh, man, hopefully in 2023, we're going to have some new stuff out. 
just kind of putting it together. Uh, it's going to be called Conspiracy Theory 2023. You know what I mean? I can almost imagine just by the conversation that some of this music or some of these thoughts here would be entering into Some of music. it, you know what I mean? Some of it, some of it will be, you know, energy and, and vibes my listeners are, are used to or have come to, you know, enjoy. And some will be some, some brand new perspectives and, and different vibes, you know? Okay. Yeah. So where can people find you? Ah, man, I'll be out there. You know what I mean? you see me out there. No, no, I'm talking about <laughs> on social media, man. Come on, now. Well, he give can't him, actually give the social media. Can't drop his location. You know no, I'm not talking about the location. I'm talking about your, your social media presence. Where can people go oh. to, to get? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Supreme Confidence. You know okay. what I mean? Supreme underscore confidence. Um, and yeah, just keep it, I just keep it riding on there right now. Like I said, you can man. catch me on uh, Spotify as well as Confident. Okay, K-H-A-N. Timeless is the record, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Yo, another great one in the books. I For can't sure. even laugh. I felt like we just kind of rambled. You I, tried, fe- I, I felt like I, I rambled. I felt like you rambled. <laughs> no, <laughs> I felt no, like no, I man. rambled. Yeah, this, yeah. Listen, we, we, got, we got his perspective. That no, was no, the whole purpose hold on, of it. Hold on, but rambling is the point because we're allowed to express freely. Fair. Exactly. Fair. We're supposed to be freely heard too, right? Without the whole judgment of breaking back, breaking down each other's free speech and respects of each other, right? Exactly. So, ramble on, my brother. Ramble until on until we free. Hold on, I got a question. Uh, Do white lives matter? Yes. <laughs> Look at him. He looked yes. over. He's like. <laughs> you, 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 you know, know why? why? You know why? <laughs> no, no. You know why? Do that look though. He's got this guy. No, no, no. Because the thing is. When when the the Black Lives Matter movement happened, you didn't even talk people, about candy. <laughs> people uh, started talking about Blue Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, of course. But if we've been seeing now because of the technology we have that we're seeing more more people of color, not just black, more people of color dying by the hands of the so called police. Who, if people don't realize, you know that they were slave catchers before they were called the police. So you already know that that that's already been institutionalized uh-huh. racism towards people of non-white. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Sure, absolutely. So saying yeah. white I'm, lives matter, cool. I don't, it doesn't bother me one fucking bit. But, you know what I mean? All lives matter, but I still will say black lives matter because... Okay, no, I, I, I want to challenge people. that let me point. Say, let me, I want to challenge... Can yes, I get absolutely. in first? Absolutely. Because, you know, when they said black lives matter, you know that the number of deaths of black men, like, rose significantly. As of course. much as we said black lives matter, it was a slogan, a banner, but the actual implementation of, of the goodness into our communities to restructure our economic base. Come on now. And I, I just want to touch on that. Okay. You, you, I'm going to say Black Lives Matter because they do. Yes. Right? Absolutely. I'm going to also say, hold on. I'm also going to say that the incorporated structure of BLM is corrupt. Defrauded. Yes. African American people. Yeah. Yes, and that. because of that, okay, we are driven. Yes, it was about police brutality. You know what I mean? That's and what and I do believe that there are elements out there that... Leave leave brothers exposed to you know oh, terrible shit. True. Okay, but I also do agree that if we were gonna you know really rally together and make Black Lives better, we would concern ourselves with the things that are killing us the most, which is one, like Kanye said, the most dangerous place for a black baby is in his mother's stomach because fifty percent of them are aborted. Then he comes out 
And it, he's again 50-50 by his own people. Yeah. So before we worry about Massa, okay, and I'm not saying he ain't out there. I ain't saying there aren't people out there who, yeah. who are actively practicing yeah. prejudice and looking to victimize sick, black we, people. We, boss, we sick? <laughs> hey, boss, we sick? No, listen, and some brothers drink all the wa- like all, all the, the Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Do you know what I mean? I like Candace Owens. This is where people are like, well, she, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not saying that you can't go, you know, to, to right or to left, right? I'm just saying that as a black people, you should never count another black person out because they... You know, I'm not Don't saying have the same opinion, right, or the same outlook, right. And at the end of the day, if we know that BLM, okay, three things I heard just yesterday, the woman gave her baby father nine hundred thousand dollars, okay, to be her security, okay, or a DJ, one of the one of the two, and then her brother or her sister, or her brother was the other one, yeah. so she paid them both a million dollars out of BLM money, okay, to be one was a uh, a graffiti artist. And she turned him into security. And her baby father, that's right, was a DJ. And she helped him build a company off of this money. Yeah. Then sent $8 million to people in Toronto. I don't know what the group is or whatever. Okay. This is a, this is a, a, a police brutality in America issue. Yes, it was. Right? Yeah. yeah. Grounded. Okay. Now, I'm just saying we got, we didn't, we got used, y'all. Of course. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we, we burn shit down. We kick shit over. We fuck but, shit but up. On. And not one school, not one community center, not one after program. Was built. Not, what? So we BMLing for what? Nothing made black lives better. And I think that what Kanye that was really cool. doing, okay, is exposing not his hypocrisy, but our own. Oh, yes. In that... Because we we like we want you know we're we're and I think Democrats have trained geared, trained us in a lot of ways program. to be the racial victim. Right. Yes, it's happening to us. We are racialized. It's terrible because out there. But black on black crime is the real problem. Do you see what I'm saying? But hold so on, instead of hold, hold on, on, I gotta stop you right there. Okay, because when you say black on black crime, there's white on white crime. If you're in sure. the the people that are gathered in I'm the talking city. about what's best for our community, what what's best for our no, no, culture is to recognize that we become our own worst enemies. No, of course. Yes, there's, there's listen, the police have dumb shit to worry about though, bro. Of course. Right? They got guys who could pull out of any color, any skin, any age, any gender and can pull out and draw. Okay? Now did television, radio and movies make it more likely that black that that uh, a Cop with a gun drawn is going to shoot the black guy whether he's holding a baby or not. Fuck yeah. And every race does it. No, of you course. You see what I'm saying? Every race does it. It's a high-intensity job. It it has a, you know, and I'm I'm not here defending the boy. Dem. I also think that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you know what I mean? I'm not defending the boy. Dem. What I'm asking us is, as black people to recognize is that, okay, listen, man, they took $80 million from us. They allowed us to burn down and and. They in, enabled and facilitated the destruction of our own neighborhoods. We did the work. Yeah. We looted the stores. We burned the shit right. down. We did the work. Right. Then they incorporated the brand, told the whole world they were we were going to make a change, a difference, and then they funneled the money out the back door. You know what I'm saying? It sh- Black people should be right at that moment... 
looking to make black lives better. And in yeah. order to do that, I think when you look at, you know, black people who were saying it right from the beginning that, hey, wait a minute, this isn't what it looks like. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those people like the Candace Owenses, like, you know what I mean? Who had mentioned right at the beginning, this shit don't look right. But people couldn't look past one or two of the views they didn't agree with in her well, to see the truth ahead of time. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So do white right. lives matter? They do. Do black lives matter? Absolutely. Yeah. The mission should be to make black lives better. And I just challenge anybody who's upset about Kanye wearing a white li- lives matter shirt to show me where black lives matter made one black life better. Yeah, that's the thing, though. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that, though. But also, yet again, it's like what I said before. Don't right? add me in the comments. <laughs> um, we still have this slave mentality within us. That's why they broke Kanye. That's why they broke Irvin. That's why they broke because of, you see people who who have reached a level of wealth and a level of influence where now they want to break away. They want to show the rest of of the community that hey, how to break. Away. You don't have to be right. on this wheel. You yeah. understand? And they're like, no, that's what I mean. It, it, even down to, to Tory, okay? Tory is guilty of two out of three, 100%. You had a gun, you shot the gun. Yeah. You negligibly shot. In fact, if you look at the charges, he's actually not found guilty of shooting. Megan, Megan. I said that already. He's not. He's, he's found guilty of possession. And ne- fire. Negligently, uh, whatever it is, and uh, potential. What is it? Aggravated, but it's fucking... It's aggravated assault, but it's not actually... Um, tied to him shooting sure. her, right? Sure, it's actually about the weapon. Do you see what I'm saying? Because if he intended to shoot her, or if he was shooting at her, it would be attempted murder. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? He, they would have charged him with attempted murder. You intentionally went to, you know what I'm well, saying? It's because yeah, the friend shot her. Couldn't hold that, right? So the fact that you know he was gonna he was gonna get dragged up in two out of three of those is kind of the side note, but the way that he had freed himself from the industry just kind of complements how there could be so much doubt in in that issue and he still gets kind of thrown away on all three you know what i'm saying yeah so that's that exploitation that red pill yeah and i think that like you know we need to be very careful of of how we take advantage of that how we judge the situation as I was going to say. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Because we're not living in issues, we got to just respect the fact that it could have been one of us. For sure. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Just at the end of the day, you know, (laughs) I just wanted to throw the... Oh, well, don't worry. We're we going to make a clip about it. This. Yo, that was a great ramble. Let's just get back to you again. That is the man King ECG. Supreme confidence right here. I am Feebus, and we are the collective. We out. Yara music. Is it hard enough for you?